Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 118 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And if you're just listening for the first time, let me tell you a little bit about Worship Leader Probs, okay? Uh, So here's what we're here for. We're here to entertain you. We want to make you laugh and just to remind you that you're not alone in whatever you're facing uh, in the probs in your ministry. We want to encourage you. And we want to help to equip you and resource you uh, for your ministry. So thank you for listening. We don't take that for granted ever. And uh, I am here with the newly crowned Big Yonsei. What, what? What is up? (laughs) How's it going? It's going, man. It's going. It is March the 12th. Is that right? It is. We're recording this on a Friday. It's sunny in my place. Is it sunny in your place? It's partly cloudy and I'm loving it. Wow. I'm loving it. Shelter. Yeah. Little, yeah. little respite from the yes, sun. Yeah. I think the high is around 60 today. So it's our final oh final bits of winter before summer starts because we don't have spring here. It's it's winter or summer. That's it. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 where I'm at today. Hey, it's so good to be here. I love this. I love doing this, podcasting, mm. chatting, chatting with you, Brian, touching people's lives all over the place. It's such a it's such an honor. This is what we're gonna be doing today. Of course, we're going to make you laugh. We're going to we're going to have some uh, some times of laughs, get some chuckles in with the uh, prayer concerns. Um, we're going to share some resources with you guys, and we're also going to share uh, an incredible conversation that we got to have with Mac Brock. This dude Love is just awesome. So we're going to be mm. sharing that with you. Um, that's coming up soon. But before we get to all of that, I'm going to take just a moment to talk to you about our sponsor, Planning Center. Now, here's the deal. Planning Center is just, they are incredible. They make software that's designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. It's a set of online software products that you can subscribe to individually, or you can use it all together as a full church management system. And this is what is so incredible about Planning Center is you can always try any product of theirs free for 30 days. They recently recently launched a new product called Publishing, and it's a way to create custom pages within the Church Center mobile app and website. You can use it there, too. Basically, you can share content, you can share sermons um, with your whole congregation, all within that app or on the website. So you got to go check it out, planningcenter.com. They're the best there is, guys. They are. They really are. Right? We love them. So how are you doing? How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, spent some time in. Uh, you got snow yesterday. We did. Yeah, we we took a little day trip up to Sedona because the kids are on spring break. So we thought, well, let's go up there and see some cool weather. We planned this weeks ago. <laughs> let's go enjoy some cool uh, weather. Take a take a mild hike. Not much. It's more of a nice, nature nice. nature walk than a hike. But we got up there. We'd been watching the forecast because you know me. I've shared this with you. I watched the weather. <laughs> um, uh, religiously. And so religiously, <laughs> and we knew it was going to be cold, which I was excited about. And we knew there had been a chance of snow, but we got up there, it got to the trail, stepped out of the car, and it actively started snowing. Unreal. And we were Unreal. like, oh, man. But it was it was magical because it was just enough snow to make it look beautiful, but not too much to where we you know, couldn't walk, and it really messed up our plans. So it was perfect. Nice. It, was, it was perfect. Nice. We loved it. Nice. Loved a little, it. little smaley day. A little... <laughs> Day was a little smelly. It was. Oh man. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. Okay. 
if you got like a letter in the mail from the Lord, oh. and he said he doesn't use email, <laughs> he doesn't he's or old. email, text he's, maybe text, he's old, yeah, he's old voice, school. <laughs> probably voice text. Yeah. Um, if you got that and it said, "Hey, I'm coming for you tonight at 10:30 p.m." What, oh. what would your last meal be? Oh, this is so good. So, uh, is it just how full is this meal? Is it an entree? Am I? It's as, all the going, courses and as full as you want. We're going the distance. I mean, it's it's the Lord, so it's it's the Lord. You know, cattle on a thousand hills and all. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, app- appetizer. Uh, can I can I restaurant hop? Or since the Lord is Absolutely. orchestrating I mean, this, maybe all of, all the restaurants. Man, okay. Right? Okay, I would probably go an appetizer, maybe a blooming onion from oh, Outback. Oh, come on. Yeah. Mm. We just had one of those recently, and I hadn't had one in forever, and I forgot how good they are. So, so I, I would start with a blooming onion. We'd start there. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Then I'd, I'd get a filet from Ruth's mm. Chris Steakhouse. Yes, Cooked yes. medium rare. Have you had one there mm. before? I have, absolutely. Oh, man. It's just... It's Jen, just, it's me. It's, I know. It's, I, should, I should know who I'm talking to. It's just sizzling in that butter. So I so definitely good. have a filet. So good. Going to have to have some mashed potatoes with that. Mm-hmm. You have to. You've got to mm-hmm. have the starch with it. Notice I'm not picking anything like salads, veggies. It doesn't matter at this point. So I'm, filling, window, up on, <laughs> I'm filling up on steak and potatoes. Uh, <laughs> then for, <laughs> uh, and then for dessert, I am really torn because it really depends on the mood. I love a good cheese, uh, a good cheesecake. I love. Oh, yes. I yes. do love a good cheesecake. Uh, so probably, yeah, that's probably what I would do. Probably. How about Man, you? Jen, you killed I know. Me. That sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> I would love what you had, first yeah, of all. Yeah, too. <laughs> um, man, that Bloomin' Onion is so good. And I love their cheese fries at the Outback. I haven't tried those. So good. Mm. Um, okay, appetizer for me would be, um, so we, when we, we need to celebrate something in our house, we, we go to one of a couple of places and there's a place here in town called ocean prime that we really love. And, mm-hmm. um, they have an appetizer there called shrimp saute oh. and it's kind of like shrimp scampi with cheese toast, but oh, it's man. fancy. It's really fancy. It's yeah. got like a Tabasco cream sauce. It is fantastic. Oh, wow. So I'd be starting off big and big, big with the uh, shrimp saute. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we're, uh, you know, able to float around from restaurant to restaurant. Right. <laughs> one of my all, the filet is a strong choice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my all time favorite meals we had in Mexico and it was called, I'm going to probably butcher this, but it was called mocajetes. And it was the, it looks a little bit like fajitas, okay. but it's like this old cauldron that they bring to the table. And it has like a, some beans and this unbelievable broth in it. And there's all kinds of meats. Like the one we got, it had uh, chicken, shrimp, and beef. There were bits of cactus in there. Oh my gosh. Cheese got all melty and it was unbelievable. How do you eat it? Do you eat it like a chili? Do you put it? You put it in uh, tortillas. Okay. Um, Okay. So it is, it's kind of, it's, I, I would describe it as like the Mexican version of fajitas. Okay. Kind of. Um, they don't come sizzling on a plate or anything, but man, this cauldron, you can tell it looks like it's been around a while, you know, wow. and it's just got a lot of good goodness in there. That wow. would probably be the main course. I got a problem with desserts because um, yeah. I had a really good dessert after that meal, tres leches cake, which I mm. love. Mm-hmm. But I would have to go, I'd have to go strong with banana cream pie. Yeah. Finish it. 
That's yep. That's a good one. That's this so, is maybe God can come back. That give a couple nights. <laughs> can, <laughs> can, can he can he come for me that's in like right. two days? Can I marathon right. it? Because like I'm a breakfast person. Breakfast oh, foods. Yes. You know, I love some good pancakes, some good waffles, bacon. Bacon is my favorite thing on mm. the planet. So you yes, know, it is. yeah, I I'm gonna I need. That's probably how I spend the entire day too. The Lord's like, I'm coming at ten thirty for you. It just probably <laughs> exactly. Just keep dip, double just, dip, triple dip. Yep. Maybe eat for the cycle that day. That'd be good. <laughs> well, that's good. All right. Go get that's that glorified body good. afterward. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, fam, uh, you speaking of food? You know, we're doing this thing where we're all going to meet up at the Experience Conference, and we're going to eat cronuts together. I'm so excited! It's going to it's it's going to be so amazing. Jen is going to dig deep. She's going to do a deep dive into her creative side and come out come up with something crazy that we're all going to do together at Experience Conference. So it's the 7th through the 10th of September. Yep. It's at Walt Disney World, you guys. It's at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. It's a it's a worship conference at Walt Disney World. Like it's Enough that's said. like the greatest combo, right? <laughs> Enough said. It's the Enough greatest said. combo ever. And so, you know, so far we've got vertical worship and Red Rocks worship and um, there's more coming. We've got Natalie Grant speaking and Charles Billingsley speaking and Andy from Vertical is speaking. You're our friend, the Big Arrivederci, Pastor Scott Longyear will be speaking. Yeah. Um, you guys, we're going to be there. Jen's going to be there. I'll be there. Scott will be there. We're going to record a podcast with a live audience. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. And the great, the greatest thing is for the month of March... The month of March only. This goes away at the end of March. You, we can save you thirty bucks, so you cannot. You can no longer say we've never done anything for you. Right. We're going <laughs> to save you thirty dollars off your registration if you use this code WLP save thirty. WLP save thirty, and you do that at experienceconference.com. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, it'll show you a, a ton of links, mm-hmm. and Experience Conference is one of those. So use that code WLP save thirty, save thirty bucks off your registration. And when it asks who referred you, make sure you write Big Tasty. Okay, as much as you hated getting drug into the nicknames with a big on it, I cannot tell you how much I hated Big Tasty when it first happened. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) I hated it, but it's out there now. So, Um, Hey, we got more new shirts on the website. Check out worshipleaderprobs.com and get yourself some gear. Uh, It's there, man. It's there. We got some really good stuff. And we're we're launching a new line here in a couple of weeks. We're launching the Prayer Concerns line. Oh, no, yes. Bringing some of your favorite prayer concerns to oh, merch. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be you, fun. Are you going to, like, we're launching the new line. So it's the spring line. Is there a fashion show for this? It'll be a spring is line. There... It'll be a spring. Yeah, yeah. You're the model. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not. I'm not. It's not me. <laughs> so awesome. I'm excited about that. Well, Brian, since you since you mentioned a new line of shirts with prayer concerns, why don't we go ahead and just move on to a fan favorite segment of our podcast we like to call Prayer Concerns. I love it so much. I love this I love this segment. So if you're listening for the first time, this is what prayer concerns are. Your your church, they love to tell you what they think, right? They love to tell mm-hmm. you how they think you're doing and 
You, yeah. you know, we've said it many times. Sometimes they don't think you're doing that great. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> prayer concerns, it's like they're you're getting a report card from them. They might use the uh, how can we pray for you section of your connection card. They might use the chat of your live stream or Google or Yelp reviews. They're coming for you. They are. And that is what we do. So people from all over the world write in, they share these, and we will never share your name or your church's name. So uh, to join in the fun, go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and, uh, and submit some crazy from your church. Like what if, what kind of crazy comments are you getting? So <laughs> here we go. Let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. We were practicing for our service last week, and our audio tech asked me to turn down the overdrive on my guitar. So naturally, I turned it down. He asked me again and again and again to the point where the knob was all the way off. He asked again, and I told him it was off. And then he said my signal wasn't loud enough. (laughs) Isn't that always the way? Turn it down. Turn it down. Wait, I can't hear you. Wait, can't hear you. Oh, man. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yes, it does. All right, number two, prayer concern number two. I've been the worship leader at my church for five years now. One Sunday last month, we had a prayer service during which the pastor and I were both on stage for the whole time. Uh, It was just one of those Sundays where everything goes wrong. And Jen, have you ever had a Sunday like that? I know I have. Yeah. One of those Sundays where everything goes wrong. And since we didn't have a volunteer to run audio, I was running audio from an iPad on the stage while playing guitar, singing, leading worship in between prayers and attempting to participate in the prayers. Oh my so gosh. that sounds like a pretty full day right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Right? Meanwhile, I keep, <laughs> I keep getting texts that there was no sound on our live stream. I did what I could from the iPad <laughs> and later found out that there were things going on that were out of my control. This one particular lady kept constantly texting me to let me know there were problems with the sound, like they couldn't clearly see that I was on stage the whole time. (laughs) I told them that I did all I could do at the moment, and they finally texted, I give up. (laughs) Right back. I do too. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of giving up, are you taking a look at this multitasking here? Oh, my goodness. This person needs some volunteers. (laughs) They should should attach their name in church to that one. (laughs) Exactly. Help a brother or sister out. Oh my goodness. I give up. Good night. All right. Number three, prayer concern number three. So I was playing at a friend's church last week and a couple days later, he told me that their production director made some, uh, shall we say, interesting comments on my guitar tone. He said the effect sounded awful, that they made everything muddy. My friend then proceeded to tell me that he once had two electric players playing through DI boxes with no effects or any sort of amp modeling and thought it sounded fantastic. No. <laughs> no. Dry, man. Just dry. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just dry. No, jeez. <laughs> All right, number Mm-mm. four, prayer concern number four. I was playing light piano music during a reflection time. Once the service was older, a lady came up to me and said, that playing sounded like birds and trees on a spring day. <laughs> so that's kind of a positive. I guess. If I you find like spring and birds. And birds, yeah. Because I don't know if I'd like that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> birds can Apparently be annoying. It, was, it didn't inspire her to keep reflecting quietly. No. She was listening to the music. <laughs> All right, number five. Prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. 
This happened a few years ago. So we were in the middle of a practice and I was new to the church and we were trying to do Great I Am. Fantastic song. Yeah. And I guess one of our vocalists was having a hard time with the song. So she said, I wish you didn't sing so high. And one of the other singers said to her, I wish you could sing on key. Oh, my. (laughs) 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 Somebody call the burn unit. Oh, that's a good team dynamic, too. That's (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) So, fam, those are prayer concerns. Keep them coming. Go to worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab, and you can submit those anonymously. We'll never share your name or your church's name. Uh, Thanks for sending those in. Mm -hmm. So, Jen and I... Uh, we had a great conversation recently with Mac Brock, who's got some new music out and um, just an unbelievable guy. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into it. It was a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Here's our conversation with Mac Brock. Well, the Worship Leader Probs podcast is thrilled to have Mac Brock back with us. Uh, Mac, it's been a while. August 2019, we talked on episode 42. Thanks for coming back. Man, it's good to be back, Brian. It was a, it's a lifetime ago. <laughs> right. 2019 was a lifetime ago. <laughs> the world has changed uh, <laughs> yes. dramatically since then. Well, man, we we are big time uh, Mac Brock fans here at Worship Leader Prob. So thank you so much for taking the time to come back. Yeah, thank you guys. Big time. Okay, so Mac, tell us how how have you been doing? How's your family been doing? Coming out of 2020, a crazy year. Like Brian said, last time we talked to you was 2019. You had just finished touring. You had more plans for touring, and then 2020 hit. So yeah, how are you? 2020 how you been doing? hit. Yes, 2020 <laughs> hit everybody. Um, everybody. You know, it's definitely a chaotic year. Definitely uh, a lot of changes, um, but. Uh, 2020 was actually like a really good year for our family. It was a good year just even, you know, making music and stuff and getting a chance to make a record. Uh, you know, that's kind of what I pivoted to when everything Mm -hmm. shut down. I think a lot of artists did, uh, but getting to do that over, you know, the course of the fall of 2020 and, um, and then from a family perspective, you know, it was actually, it was nice for us to maybe like slow down for a minute and, Mm -hmm. I was nervous about that. I was nervous that I was going to go stir crazy. That's the most me and my wife have, I mean, our entire marriage is the most I've been home. Uh, So I was a little bit nervous that I was going to drive her crazy. Uh, You know, she might ask me to step aside for a couple of days or send me off somewhere. Uh, No, but it was, it was really good. And, uh, you know, pivoted and, and felt like season wound up being uh, like sweet in a lot of ways for us. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, okay, we're talking family. Tell us a little bit about your family. I absolutely live, and I, <laughs> I reply all the time to your Instagram videos that involve Harvey and Cyrus. Uh, Cyrus is like my hero, man. I, Mine as I well. I love them both. <laughs> I know, love them both. Yeah, it's uh, they're awesome, man. They're doing so good, and and even you know, navigating through this year with them has has been interesting and. Especially like in the springtime when it was like so scary. No one knew what was going on. They couldn't see their friends anymore. Felt like they were like grounded without yeah. having done anything wrong. <laughs> right. Uh, but they, you know, they bounced back and they're they're doing really really well. Uh, I'm I'm with you though. My my daughter's videos 
give me life <laughs> as well. Come on, I man. wish I wish yeah. that people could see. I mean, there's so many things, obviously, that like I'm not filming, yeah. uh, but just talking to her. Just every day, hearing hearing the things that she says is just so fascinating to me. That's so she's incredible, and then you guys are a new foster family as well, right? Yeah, we uh, we've had our foster son living with us for the past like eight months or since wow. July, however long that is. Uh, yeah, that's that was incredible. that was another that's you awesome. know that's another reason. Like when we look back at twenty twenty, obviously there's a lot to to take in for that year. When for our family, I think like when we look back, even stepping into that new season together as foster, you know, a foster family, we'll look back at it like with like a lot of like positive vibes, you know, and a lot of like good, good energy for like what, what came out of that season. That's so cool. Was fostering something that was always in your heart to do or is, was it just kind of a, a new thing? I'd say it was always been in my wife's heart. Yeah. And for me, I was very much like, like, I don't know if I'm cut out for that. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> when she first brought it up to me, I mean, a couple of years ago, I was like, uh, I'll pray about it, but uh, <laughs> no promises. <laughs> uh, no, but but honestly, for me, it was, and I don't know, I, I think I look back at my life, and this is the case in a lot of ways where I think for me, it was like, I'll start the process of learning about it or I'll say yes to like taking one step forward mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. gathering information about it. Cause I didn't know anything about fostering. Yeah. Um, and then as you take that step or you say yes to that, like little thing and you learn more about it and it becomes less scary, you take the next step and then you take the next step and then you wind up with a little boy being dropped off at your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. awesome. It's incredible. That's and that's so been awesome. a good journey so far. It's been amazing. Like, yeah. It's been so good. Yeah. That's so cool. That's awesome. So in the last like three months, you've released, give or take three months, you've released <laughs> two two records too. Yes. Um, you did Space and then Cafe Sessions in partnership with Worship Together that just came out. Um, so for Space, for that album, what did you hope people would feel or really take away from that from that record when they listened to it? I think there are a couple of things, you know, when I look at the songs on space and just kind of even in the writing process, I think first and foremost, biggest thing that I want to like remind people of is like that God is worthy to be praised Mm -hmm. and that we serve a God that is deserving of our adoration and our exaltation and and regardless of what we're walking through, regardless of our season, we still choose to praise him Absolutely. um mm. and so i think like that was like a big part of, of so many of those songs but then i think also on the flip side of that is also acknowledging like we are going through a hard season or you might be going through like a difficult time or you know even prior to 2020 this is stuff that i was writing about or singing about is is how life can be really really hard and life can mm. be really really heavy and it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to acknowledge like, man, I'm struggling. Um, but it's also important to acknowledge that we have a friend that's walking through every situation with us. It's kind of guiding our steps as, yeah. as we step into the wilderness, as we step into the desert, whatever it might be, like we're, we're not alone. And so I want to encourage people with that as well. Because uh, mm. I think that that's, I don't know, sometimes those like Christianity 101 you know, like that's the first thing you learn is that you're loved by God. Sometimes I think those things just kind of 
I don't know, like go in one ear and out the other. Like we, we mm-hmm. know it in our head, but we don't like fully like receive it in our heart. So I don't, I don't ever get tired of just reminding people of that, that they're right. loved by God, that right. he cherishes them, that he's pursuing them and that they can just kind of like rest and be, right. be all that they are in his presence. Well, and that's so beautiful too, because think about it. You know, you're a parent, you're married. You don't just tell your child once in their life that you love them, or you don't just tell your spouse once. It's a daily occurrence. And I think that that's crucial for believers. I think it's great as worship leaders and songwriters to be reminding people that God loves them regularly, um, because he does, you know? So I think that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And yeah, I was just talking to my son last night. He, He went, I was leading worship at an event for a friend, and it's not often that I get to bring Harvey along with me. Uh, but you know, he was stoked cause he got to stay out late, um, way past his yeah. bedtime. And, <laughs> yeah. but I was telling him on the drive home, I was just telling him, uh, I was like, man, I, I was like, I need you to hear me that I am just so proud to be your dad when you go with me. And I'm yeah. so proud that like, when you're with me, I get to say, that's my son. And I get to introduce you to people. And, and I just love like being your dad. And, and it did make me think like, that really is like the way like the Lord looks at us and he and he yeah. is proud of us mm. and he and he's and he's not angry at us all the time, you know, and, and he's just trying to let us know like you're loved. I love mm-hmm. you. Man, I love that. And that comes through again, back to the Instagram stuff, that comes through so loud and clear with you just as a dad and as a person. This is be a little bit of a fanboy moment here for a second. I just I love <laughs> I, I just love the genuineness of, you know, it's all good. You give us this appropriate glimpse, you know, into mm-hmm. your life behind the scenes. And it just uh, enhances what you do with songwriting and worship leading. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually thank for the disciplining for moments, we're not filming while we're doing that. Yeah, part right. Too. <laughs> When there are the meltdowns and the freaking outs, like I usually don't have my iPhone out during those times, but they're happening often as well. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Okay, so CCLI, I always do this with songwriters, and we did it with you the last time, and it's interesting. The number has grown uh, substantially since uh, August of 2019. CCLI has you down for 205 songs. Wow. Okay, that's that's a lot of songs. Okay, um, and it's I always love to watch people's reaction to that number because they're usually just like what you did. <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Okay, so that. just to name a few. Okay, so oh, come to the altar. Yeah, do it again. Resurrecting, here is in heaven. Overcome, only King forever. Greater things. Mm. I could go on all day. And I probably would have stories about most of them, just how they've impacted my life. Um, So, so many of your songs have become, you know, part of the lives of believers all over the world and, uh, you know, encouragement and trying times and reminders of, of God's faithfulness, you know, don't give up. And so as a, as a songwriter, I'm really curious, what, what is that like? Like to know on any given Sunday, there are probably thousands of churches around the world singing something you wrote like mm. what what is that what's that like for you man i don't but uh i don't know if i even think about it like that that mm. much honestly mm. um i definitely think about it when i'm leading you know when i'm leading worship and, and we lead a song that that people are singing along to sometimes it's a brand new song sometimes mm. like mm. i think that i i value that probably more than anything is, is 
just getting to lead worship and and mm. sing songs with people and teach them a new song and they catch on quick or they you know start singing all together i really like i cherish those moments and i cherish like mm. that mm. idea um i don't know so i don't even really know how to answer that i i consider it like that's a major blessing and that's such a mm. uh honor to even hear that and um grateful that I've gotten to be a part of songs that have had an impact or songs that have touched people. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's why you're writing them and I'm not writing them. That would be, <laughs> I would be so weirded out about that, about that every Sunday. I'd be like, oh gosh, who's doing it this weekend? You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. On the songwriting topic, so uh, when you've, songwriting is deeply personal. You know, it, mm. it really is. It's vulnerable. You're putting a little bit of yourself out there. So do you ever you know, catch wind of some of the criticisms because people are super open about what they think of everything. They nitpick lyrics, they comb through and say, oh, it's not theologically, whatever. When you ever catch wind of that, like how do you kind of deal with the criticism or do you not? And you just kind of go, eh, it's out there, can't do anything about it. Well, again, kind of going back to a conversation I had with my son recently, we were talking about uh, like positive voices in your life and negative voices. And I was telling him, I was like, you know, like I hear so many uh, you know, I'll release like an album or I'll release a song and like so many people will reach out to me and they'll say so many encouraging things. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Harvey, I was like, if somebody says like a negative thing, that's what I magnify. And right. that's what tends mm-hmm. to get rooted, you know, in my subconscious mm-hmm. or in my mind and start getting insecure. And so I was trying to help him understand that it's natural for us to dwell on the negative. And so we really do have to train ourselves to not give a place mm. in our spirit to right. like mm. receive just like nasty comment. That's not receiving like criticism or, right. you know, whatever constructive stuff, but just like, you know, being nasty to be nasty or just mm-hmm. being like a right. uh, uh, <laughs> pessimist to be a pessimist. Um, and so I honestly, I feel like I've, I've gotten a lot better and like, I just don't, I don't really come across it to be honest. I don't, I don't see much of that. Um, I'm not like going deep into my mentions or anything, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, like yeah. and usually like on Instagram and stuff, there's not like a lot of people commenting nasty things. Uh, every once in a while they will. And I try to just respond with something polite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something kind. <laughs> and when you can't, you just quickly just right. log exactly. off. Of <laughs> Scroll <Yeah>. on. Right. <laughs> that's, that's probably good. It's amazing the things that, that people well, feel they people can say. People try to nitpick. I know, man. Yeah. I mean, Everybody we even come across to be a it. Critic. Yep, they, we come across it on the on the meme account all the time, and it's like, man, just settle down, folks. Settle down. <laughs> yeah, I bet y'all do. I didn't think about that. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, we get oh, a lot gosh. of it. I bet y'all make a lot of people mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we, but it's hopefully it's every it is everyone. I'm, like yeah. when somebody gets upset with us, I'm like, bro or sis. We make we offend everyone. Like yeah. we make fun of them. Right. Like that's it's almost like it's the name of the account. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? I know exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so your wife Meredith, she's on the executive team for Proverbs Thirty One Ministries yep. with Lisa Turkhurst. Too, Lisa Turkhurst is one of my favorite authors. My she's goodness. The best. Um, so has this opened doors for you guys to do ministry together? Do you guys kind of participate in that together or? Yeah, it uh, thing? occasionally it's um, my wife rules. I. We could do the whole podcast talking about my wife, and I would be content. Um, she 
So she's on the exec team at Proverbs, and then she's also a literary agent. She represents a handful of, mm. you know, Lisa being one of them and a handful of mm. other authors. Um, but my wife is really, what makes her good at her job is, is she's so, she's just a great leader. She's, she has mm. so much wisdom to pour out to people. And so even just recently, we, we did an event in, uh, at a friend of ours church in Florida, Grace City Church, and Meredith was one of the speakers. And I was leading worship. And so it's not often that we get to do that, but but she has so much wisdom to pour out and so mm-hmm. much, uh, she's got a crazy history, a crazy story, and she's so articulate in like talking about what the Lord has done in her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I love, I love getting the chance, anytime I can do like ministry with her and we get to share the stage or do anything together, um, I'm always excited. Yeah. That's awesome. She's such a behind the scenes person. Like, she just crushes it for everybody behind the scenes. But when she's out front, she's also just unreal. Yeah. Mm. That's, mm. That's we, awesome. need to, we need to have you guys on together sometime. Oh, I would love that. I love doing podcasts with Meredith more than anything. She's that's definitely, awesome. yeah, it's definitely my favorite. All right. We'll work, we'll work on that for sure. Okay. Um, this would, I, I'm assuming this would have to be pre-COVID, but you got any, you got any funny stories from the road, like, when something just went sideways and you didn't see it coming or? Uh, you know, there's so many, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, there's nothing that sticks out. Like I, I don't have any crazy, like falling off stage moments or anything. <laughs> like, I, you know, good. I haven't, I've definitely fallen off the stage, but it was thankfully like during <laughs> rehearsal or something like that. Uh, you know, probably my biggest like Achilles heel is lyrics. And, you know, even if I have like a confidence monitor, confidence monitor, I don't like to look at it because I, you know, I want to be engaging with like the people <laughs> that right. I'm, I'm yeah, with. Yeah. And, uh, and so I have so many, so many stories of just not knowing lyrics. I mean, for like songs that I've sang thousands and thousands of times, <laughs> my brain just is not a sponge when it comes to that. It's like it almost. Yeah, it's. I have to think so hard about lyrics. Uh, so there's like plenty of those. That's so is funny. there any, like any song of yours that you have, uh, like something you wrote that you have like a mental block on lyrically? Oh, resurrecting is one of them. Like resurrecting. <laughs> I've sang that song. How many times have I sang resurrecting? Since, I don't even know. We released that song maybe five or six years ago. I've sang it more than any song I've ever sang. Yeah. And <laughs> before I go to, out on stage, I'm always like, the ones who crowned the thorns. Hold on, what is it again? The one who wore our sin. Like I just have to go through every every verse on that to make sure I'm good to go. One of the worst moments of a lyric fail I've ever experienced was during resurrecting. I was playing keys for someone years ago, and they were leading that song, and it came out of that bridge, and it goes to that final verse. Yeah. You know, the music comes down, and I'm I'm we're hanging, and they could not remember. <laughs> The lyric, it's like, we're like 85 bars of hanging. And I'm like, are we get, <laughs> just is it going to, is it going to exactly. happen? It was the I, led, I, I don't know if I've told this story on this podcast, but I led worship at a worship conference once and we came out of this really powerful moment. Um, I, f- I forget what song we were singing, but we were singing the song then it kind of, you know, fell down. And one of the worship leaders just took us into like a spo- spontaneous moment mm-hmm so powerful and like special and the Lord is kind of moving. And so I, 
got up and I was just praying or kind of like speaking something over the the conference and then we start resurrecting you know it was like a smooth transition so like not only was it hyper spiritual but like it was kind of like musically like very in sync and I was like oh this is awesome <laughs> and then I could not for the life in me remember the first lyric to resurrecting and I just had to tell everybody I was like hey I don't know this I can't think of the first line of this song y'all are gonna have to help me out my only saving grace was that it was a worship leader conference. So <laughs> I know that every, it out. Well, and I know that everybody in that crowd has been there before. Yeah, oh yeah. So there wasn't a lot of judging going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't even get the song started. It's like too soon to right. go. You guys, yeah. you sing. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. I know. Exactly. Take it, room. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay, we ask we ask everybody this question and we asked it to you uh, when you were on in 2019. So we'll ask it again. We call it the big room question. And okay. so like if we could get every worship leader, every production team person, every band member, singer, we got them all in one place, one massive place. And we gave you a microphone. What would you want to say to that group? Like how would you want to encourage them? I'm curious what I said last time. I don't want to repeat the same thing. Uh, it was I think fantastic. It, it was probably <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sure it was probably something like about valuing people and making sure that mm, you mm. know you're you're treating your team or or just pouring into your team as people, not mm, as mm-hmm. musicians that just do a job. I probably another thing that I I always try to encourage like worship leaders and songwriters and people that are just in it week in and week out is that nothing is wasted. Nothing that you do is wasted. Um, I know that there's so many things like in our field and in in ministry in general, there's so many times that you're just kind of like, feel like you're in a rut or feel like, Oh, why am I doing this? You know, like I can't get ahead or or I wish that I could, you know, have this breakthrough or whatever. And, And then it feels like it diminishes what you're doing in the present. And so I just always try to encourage people like, man, like nothing is wasted when you're, when you're aligned with God, like he doesn't waste anything. For songwriters, you might write a hundred crummy songs, but those aren't wasted because you didn't use them. That's just building your muscle for songwriting. Mm-hmm. That's building you up to write the one song that will be great, you know? And so yeah. I just think that that's a good reminder because I, I do think that we, it's easy to get in a rut. And especially even like a year like 2020, man, like it's easy to look back at this year and be like, man, this whole year was wasted. This whole season was wasted. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everything that we had planned for our church is like, scrapped you know we might not see what the lord is doing and see how he's working Mm -hmm. but i guarantee you like years down the road like you can pinpoint and you can piece together all the inner workings of what he was doing even when we didn't know it amen that's good amen that's really good man that's so good thank you so much for taking the time to come back and we want to make sure okay so we've got uh your your new record is space yep um we want people to go get that anybody can stream it so fam go buy it and download it thank you um and then we've got cafe sessions in partnership with worship together which is like an acoustic project yeah Yeah. so good man thank you i was watching some of the videos uh on itunes yesterday and so encouraging yeah thanks um so again you know anybody can stream it go make sure you buy it uh where else can we uh catch up with you i know instagram you can can find all the cyrus and harvey videos uh on my instagram (laughs) it's just mac brock uh yeah the, and i'm on facebook and all that stuff too 
Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Mac, thanks, man. I'm grateful for you. Grateful for your ministry. Uh, thanks for all that you're doing for the, for the church around the world. Thanks, Brian and Jen. Appreciate you guys. I love that dude. I know. Me too. Me too. I really love that dude. Can you imagine being a part of those songs? Like when we, those are just the ones we rattled off. Like, can, yeah. can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, I love that, that he didn't even there realize t- how many how many songs he was on with Steve. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's like, oh, that many. <laughs> wow, that seems that sounds like a lot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, he He's was such really a cool. good dude, man. Down to yeah. earth and um yeah, super grateful. Make sure you go follow Mac Brock on uh, Instagram and mm-hmm. um, man, go in. You know, we said it in the interview. Anybody can stream it. Go buy that music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got that new record out, Space, and then the uh, the cafe one mm-hmm. uh, that he did with Worship Together. Make sure you get that. Uh, really, really great stuff. Yep, love that yep. dude. Yeah, it's awesome. Hey, and while you're while you're browsing around doing stuff, make sure you hit subscribe um, on all the whatever platform you're listening. Hit subscribe to the podcast and do us a favor. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the podcast. That really helps us. Leave us a five star rating, a really really nice review. Say some nice words, as Mama used yeah, to say. Niceness. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. So. <laughs> Write us a prayer concern, but no, Absolutely. that helps us to get the message of the podcast out there because we think that this adds value to people's lives. And thanks for following us on all of the socials, on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, on TikTok, at Worship Leader Probs. You can find us there. And even on Twitter, if you search the hashtag Worship Leader Probs, you're going to find us uh, saying some stuff, 140 characters at a time over there too. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh man, we love you. Thanks for listening. And uh, man, again, we hope to see you at Experience Conference. Head over to experienceconference.com. Use our code WLP save thirty and it'll save you thirty dollars just through the month of March. So mm-hmm. uh, you got to get on that. Uh, we hope to see you there. Yeah. Uh, huge thanks to our friends at Maven Media Productions. You know, if you're looking for help with uh, branding mm-hmm. and l- logo development, social media strategies, all the stuff that has become so important in the life of our church now, uh, many people, you know, they'll they'll. Look at your church on social media and yep. watch your live stream before they ever come and visit. Yep, that's true. The people at Maven can help you with all of that. Uh, so go to mavenmediaproductions.com, mavenmediaproductions.com, and uh, check them out. They're wonderful, wonderful people. Love the Lord, and mm-hmm. uh, they will be a, a blessing to you and, and your church staff for sure. Mm-hmm. And thanks to my brother, Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Thanks for listening, fam. We love you. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. (laughs) 